So yeah, three, two, one, man. Three, two, one. <laughs> three, two, one. <laughs> the beginning of the the much fabled Maxwell Drums podcast. This one's a real special one because we got Noah here, who uh, works at the shop. And yeah, usually it's me and my father. We both work at the shop. But yeah, yep. <laughs> Noah, you're you're basically yeah the first guy who's been on the podcast who's uh, kind of like yeah from the from the family here. From so. the crew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Say hi. Hello um yeah this is the first for me um it'll be a lot of fun for sure man so so yeah just uh i guess i'll i'll ask you the the usual because lots of the people who are watching probably have seen you in the videos uh yeah you got a great style it's like <clears throat> you kind of have like maybe the touch of like a jazz drummer <laughs> which is really <laughs> a cool thing about your style i i really like that so um yeah like uh just uh tell me yeah like uh the, the genesis of uh, of Noah, your, you and your music, uh, you know, love for music and love for percussion. Sure. Uh, well, it all started with Ringo, of course. Uh, Ringo is like, I don't know, I must have been like 10 years old, and I was still a golfer. So I discovered music through the Beatles, saw Ringo playing live, and he, he was beating the tar out of the drums at Shea Stadium. So I liked that a lot. I liked the people screaming and him just having a good time up there. So I learned every Beatles song, uh, not on drums at first, just learned them as in I got to know the Beatles. And uh, eventually I asked for a drum set and it took maybe two years before my parents were like, we gotta get him a drum set, you won't shut up. Um, so I was one of those pots and pans kids um, hmm. until I finally got it. And I think I got it for Christmas in 2011, maybe 12. Hmm. and they fooled me they were like here's a snare drum and I was like I want a drum set I want to you know go down the whole thing and really hit some drums here hmm. and I got back home and they already had the drum set set up for me as uh it was a pulse kit so cool, man. yeah <laughs> you must have been really excited I was uh over the moon yeah very yeah. <laughs> very happy and um I, I remember playing it in the first couple of weeks and I I learned my first beats or whatever and they're all tom beats and I went and I got my parents, grabbed them. I think it was my mom, and I brought her in. And she's like, this is very cool. No, it sounds like a jungle beat. And I thought to myself, I was like, I'm not going for a jungle beat. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that what, was What it. beat were you going for? Did you have like something in your head that was from a recording? You no, know, it's a good question. Uh, maybe Jungle Book type stuff, Phil Collins. I, I was really, uh, I love that soundtrack. And um, so I was on the toms a lot, and I think I... I backed off a little bit once I got that reception from my mom, and I was like, I gotta learn some uh, punk music, and so I started playing Fall Out Boy instead. And, uh, it's not, cool. not the usual cup of tea for yeah, my, my type mom. of playing. Uh, yeah, she's, she's really cool. She's great, I love her. She'll <laughs> Hello, probably be watching this, hi mom. Watching <laughs> Yeah. Um, so, but yeah. So yeah, man, and then um, I guess when you were, uh, you, you kind of have like a, you're, you're from two different states. Do you want to go into that at all? Yeah, or, sure. It's kind of a cool part of your I'm, story. I I'm, think you're, <laughs> you, as a person, you know, you got Midwesterners. And, yeah, you know. yeah. I'm, I'm like half Texan, half, uh, half Chicago, and um, I've been back and forth between there my whole life and here. So uh, my parents say my all my family usually nowadays lives in Texas, and so um, used to live there, grew up here. I went to Naperville North, which is actually how I found uh, Maxwell's. Um, you all used to be located down Ogden on Naperville. Yeah, Ogden, not Washington. I yeah, was really, at, really close to 
to the the high school. Yeah, yeah it's right next or not right next to Naperville North, but right down the street. You're just in the other direction from me, so I could go yeah, to I've, school I've or the drum like, shop. <laughs> how how many years have I known you for? Hmm. Let's see. That would have been maybe 2011, 2012 ish. Yeah, like I met you. Yeah, like it's right been a while. I started working here, so maybe yeah. And I was just a little kid then. I um, like I would come by after school. That's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very cool. Yeah. <laughs> now we, you know, like the we haven't like worked together for that long. But yes. <laughs> yeah, that's been maybe four or five years somewhere yeah. between there now. I'd say that's just from yeah. when you came in the first time. And kind of a cool story. You yeah. bought a CNC kit. I bought I bought a CNC from and you a, and a Rogers. And a Rogers. Yeah, you, you remember <laughs> um, yeah, the Rogers? I I restored it and kept that Blue for a bit. Strata, right? Or, uh, Blue, or Onyx. Blue Onyx. Blue yeah. Onyx. I always confuse Onyx. Roger Slingerland. Yeah, that, I had the right one in my brain, the right picture. Uh, I <laughs> I would have called it that then too. It was um, that was like my go-to finish. One of our uh, one of our customers nowadays, Tim O'Hara, sold me like my first nice drum set after the Pulse, and that was a Rogers Londoner Five, mm. and it was Blue Onyx. And so I've I've always loved Blue Onyx since. So yeah. when you had one, I bought it. <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe go into like, yeah, like anything else you want to about like maybe first band. <laughs> first band, let's see. I was in a band called, well, not counting church band because that's how I like came up. I moved here to Illinois and started playing with a bunch of church musicians. And then we went off and started our own little trio called Rock Walls and Tall Women. <laughs> cool. And uh, yeah, <laughs> so we, uh, we had some fun there. Um, it's my buddy Calvin and Ross, and so they. That's awesome. Jake, did you get to see them? Yeah. yeah <laughs> Sweet. Jake, Jake got to see us maybe once or twice, and uh, yeah, Jake and Calvin actually went to school together, I, I believe. So um, yeah, it's all a small world in here, and uh, so that was my first band. Second band, Costanza. No, wait, early June was my second band, and then Costanza. That's like my main three growing up. That was in on. I nice. love all those guys, but uh, <laughs> cool. Yeah, yeah. You've uh, you've told me a lot about these groups. Sounds like you guys played some pretty pretty cool shows. Yeah, like what's a venue memorable uh, memorable see. night? <laughs> hmm. I don't know. We we mostly play in Chicago. Um, Rock Walls. We got to play House of Blues one time. That was a good time. Oh, uh, that's been cool. <laughs> went on like a small tour with them and uh, did some sightseeing and. Uh, I don't know. We just play a lot of the local stuff around Chicago. I haven't played maybe in a year and a half, two years now locally around here other than fill-in gigs. So, Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet, man. That's great. Yeah, it's, uh, I guess I'm trying to think. Have I really seen you play a show that wasn't like, because you played a bunch here, but I guess I've never... I mean, you don't really play too many shows these days. Yeah, I they, gotta go see you play. They, you've seen me play. Yes, I. But have. I've never seen. I'll go you see you at actually. Old Elburn Hall and uh, just any. <laughs> sure. Any any time I get the chance, it's. Um, Maybe I can come. Can I come to your church? Sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd be up for like. You know. We yeah. still play play at our buddies every uh, every weekend, basically. But um. Interesting. If I ever get a show that's uh, outside of that setting, then I'll let you know for sure. But uh, <laughs> yeah. it's like I end up playing a lot of where, wed- where weddings. Uh, Glen Allen, yeah, it's uh, one one line. But um, I'm so busy taking care of my kids and fixing to sell my house. So yeah, I. But I, it would that's be nice a lot. <laughs> to, oh man, yeah, just spent the entire weekend with those. I love them, but I um, I took them to the store too. They really wanted to go to the store. They love going to the store and. 
I have to buy Lily every single little thing I, um, <laughs> she wants. <laughs> that's that's the fun thing about being a kid. A, a kites, store is you have no kites. no concept of money, so everything is attainable. <laughs> yeah. And um, right. I remember one time uh, I went to a store and I threw a fit over a ring pop. That's all I wanted from there. I got fixated on a <laughs> ring pop and I threw a tantrum. Yeah, yeah, it's. That'll <laughs> I learned happen. a lesson that day that I couldn't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, th- this day was like pretty easy for me. I was but. 20 years old. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no it, you're, the, you're the furthest from that. You're, you're like so. Noah's like cool under fire. That's one of the things I really like. I, I, I try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most of the time, I'm you know just like yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I think you play a lot. Yeah, at least partially because uh, I mean, yeah, you got a great flow and great like feel and time, but. The, uh, you're also just really fun to kind of hang out with. I, yeah, I always find myself looking forward to coming to work on Tuesday. Same here. And I, I enjoy my time you. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can honestly say that, yeah. <laughs> um, you all were actually the next big influence I was going to mention in my drumming because watching you and your dad play was uh, like some of my first intro to jazz. I never, I never took lessons or learned. Um, I had a buddy, Dan Knight, and that taught me for maybe two months or so. And I still learn from him. I'll watch him play every time I get the chance because he's good. But um, no formal instruction, really. So watching you was like my first intro to learning some jazz licks and stuff like that. So any any jazz playing that I do is uh, kind of rooted in Maxwell's, I'd say. Nice. <laughs> it's helped a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you, really, you really dig the, the, uh, the Istanbul... Jazz like uh, jazz cymbals. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, I used to play big, big cymbals. I'd do like twenty twos and twenty fours. I've been going down a little bit lately, but mm. big fan of a gop. And then uh, last year I got to work. Was it last year? Yes, yeah, last year I worked with Ray Byrne at Byrne Cymbals. Who I guess you got to know him a little bit too. Yeah, I met him at one of the guy. drum shows. Yeah, so I Probably four or five years back now. Wow, yeah, that's uh. Well, whatever the first one you went to, I think I it's probably four years. Maybe, nice. Yeah. Yeah, so I made symbols with him for a little bit. So I've got a, I've got a few burn symbols as well that I'll take out. They're very unique and uh, cool symbols. So yeah, so yeah, like when you, uh, when you were younger though, back in the Neighborville days, what, what was your age in Texas and then versus in uh, Neighborville? See. Let's do the timeline real quick. Um, yeah, if that's okay. Yeah, sure, because <laughs> I can I'll never go remember. real fast. So I know you've been to both, but born in Dallas, ninety-five. Um, moved to Naperville from one to four years old, and I lived like right near downtown in Central. And then I moved back to Texas, west of Fort Worth, in a small town called Alito, Texas. Okay. And then seventh grade. I don't know what year that would be, but. Uh, figure out how old the seventh grader is and that's how old I was I uh, moved back here to Chicago I've been here most of the time since I've been a little bit back and forth but much shorter term those are the long stretches so yeah (laughs) ever since I've worked here I've been living in Chicago yeah nice (laughs) if you take someone you know someone and bring them up partially in Texas partially this is what you get (laughs) that's right yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, that's that's awesome, man. I'll I'll still get the accent like on this is a funny thing about being in seventh grade when you move from Texas is you're like kind of self conscious about your accent. Now I'm like Texan accents are pretty cool. Yeah. Um I've retained to y'all and fixin' to are my two Texan words that like sure. I definitely <laughs> will never lose. But um That's great. But yeah, a weird mixed bag of uh Chicago <laughs> and Texas, so <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, they're they're both two really great places to live, I think. Illinois and Texas. Although I've only ever 
one time entered, you know, been to Texas and it was Dallas, I think, and it was just really, really hot. Yes. I think we were going to Las Vegas and we stopped there for a little while and I just remember, oh my goodness, <laughs> this yeah, is too it, hot. It's, I can't take it's this. another type of hot for sure. If you yeah. hit it at the right time of year, it's, um, you get those triple digit numbers that you rarely get here and it's, it's a lot, but, um, yeah, I like the cold. Like the cold is kind of like it too. Um, <laughs> I, I just layer up if I need to, and I'm good to go. But, sure. Uh, you don't get much snow in Texas, and if you get snow in Texas, then you know because they they really shut down. <laughs> <laughs> they get yeah, like one. Well, I don't know. There's probably there. certain parts that get a lot. Some are prepared, but uh, I guess they just don't have the salt trucks. <laughs> oh, so some of the small towns are like, we got to get out the plow, like the one plow. <laughs> Even up here, yeah, like when the if it comes down like kind of unexpectedly. There's a short period of time where, like, you have to be careful when you're driving. Definitely. Like, yeah. just one wrong move and you're, uh, you're, it, you're toast. The Texans, I love them. But, yeah, it's a, it's a challenge sometimes yeah. for them to experience snow. And if you're up here and it's, you're on that first day of snowfall and you have a Texas license plate in front of you, be very careful around that car because yeah, you don't know what's going to happen. On, on the inverse, You're a good driver, I though. still have my Texas place, so everybody <laughs> keeps their distance around me, and I get my own little buffer zone. Right. Um, it works out. It's nice. Yeah, that's it's planning. Um, yeah, because it, wasn't it recently like it snowed really unexpectedly, and then everything got shut down? I'm not talking about the power outage, but the, I'm talking about like... In here or Texas? Maybe the year before that. It was it was just the South in general. Oh, it was, it was definitely last year like in all Texas. The states. <laughs> I, re I remember some of the people in my parents' neighborhood took a, like a kayak out and were kayaking down mm -hmm. the hills in the snow, and it's uh, and so they had fun. Um, but yeah, that was last year. They they got some actual winter weather and some real snow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it must have been must have been exciting. I always thought it was strange when I was growing up. You know, like in in like the December like that time of year it's like it had there has to be snow <laughs> it's weird when there's not especially here um, yeah like christmas in florida it. we kind of you know <laughs> it's just like palm trees and you go out to the <laughs> yeah yeah i've done that funny. once i actually i had a christmas in in uh in florida one time and it was dang <laughs> yeah definitely no snow was, i went to space camp in florida really yes yeah. nice. that'd be fun i i, um, I threw up in the I, the, it's like a center. Is what, it that centrifugal? It, uh, yeah. it tries to simulate word, what's yeah. happening if you're like in a pod and you're free falling. So it like gives you the G forces and stuff like and they that. Told, and they told us around. no one's ever thrown up and I did it. And I just, I, I didn't throw up that. while I was on it. I threw up afterwards. <laughs> well, and yeah, it was weird. Yeah. I, I just, yeah, I don't think I could be an astronaut. <laughs> it's, yeah, I think uh, Not for me. <laughs> there's some pretty big job requirements there that I don't think I hit. I Because you have to I keep focused during that. I think yeah. they make them like, do like math problems and stuff while they're... <laughs> <laughs> while they're getting subjected to like 8Gs yeah. or whatever. Um, yeah. It's scary. I used to want to be a pilot. Um, I still kind of right? do. This and, is uh, relevant. Yeah, to you. <laughs> and one option for that, of course, is like you can go Air Force, and uh, it's it's a good route to go for a pilot. You'll you'll get your seat afterwards. But um, I'm not <laughs> very cut out for the Air Force. I couldn't. So, uh, those G forces are a lot. The <laughs> authority is a lot too. So it's um, I was <laughs> never quite the military type. So never did that. But yeah, G forces. Those are fun. <laughs> I'm weird like that. I'll, like I can I can follow orders like that. Like I, I do respond well to that kind of authority, but it has to be like 
Yeah, <laughs> that's, I, that's a funny thing. I do, but it has to be drum related. So, I, like, no problem with prefer, you guys. <laughs> I much prefer to exist in a more like, I don't know, a little, at least a little bit, kind of democratic and like, at least a little bit. Because it's never you some guidelines that you can know to follow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I, the military. Sometimes I'll have like dreams where I'll dream that I I. Uh, joined the military Mm -hmm. and I'm like right about to start boot camp, And then I'm like, Oh shit, what the hell did I do? (laughs) This is a terrible decision. (laughs) It's it's usually like during like, yeah, I had those thoughts too. (laughs) But it would be cool to learn like the discipline. I I hear that like people who have been in the military, they just like, they retain some of those, uh, like get up early and run. I admire that. Uh, those are, (laughs) those are two things right there that I don't do very well. I'll I'll wake up a little later. And then if I try and run, like even, I don't, I don't know. I can't run very well as the kid at the back of the pack when they ran the mile in school. So take my time. But yeah, you'd be a better lot. runner than me. <laughs> <laughs> we can try that sometime. We can have a race yeah. down the shipping alley. Maybe even more <laughs> biking. I got my bike right over there. Nice. I just have to get new tires, and uh, we should at least one time go on like some kind of bike adventure. <laughs> there's a lot of good bike trails around here. That's uh, that's one thing that I mean. There's some biking in Texas, but it's more mountain biking and stuff. Everything's really close here. I think most of the towns near us are connected by trail, so you can actually go for a good bike ride yeah that's nice. that remember remember what i was like ranting and raving about when i figured out that like all the prairie paths are like actually basically an old electric train in chicago really i didn't even know that and i love trains so no i told you this like a year ago i figured it out i was just i think you know like there's all this like goofy stuff going on in the world and i was just really bored and i was like trying to figure out something to like put my mind on and that became it for like a week i like that i'm surprised <laughs> i don't like remember all that I talked about for a week. So I'll, I'll fixate on trains for <laughs> sure yeah it's uh and never let go of trains i always liked them growing up it's just uh <laughs> it's a cool neat way to follow like the tracks of history so right yeah trains, trains are <laughs> trains are really really cool yeah man but uh yeah so like you um like what about like the first time you came to the shop the first time i came to the shop hmm because i probably wasn't <clears throat> there the first time it was probably dave victor who yeah was probably location. i think uh on ogden i think tim o'hara was the one that told me like once i got my first set from him he's like you're right down the road from a really good drum shop oh it was and, tim uh, nice yeah Thanks, tim. so yeah thank you tim oh man i gotta do a podcast with him yeah he'd be great to have here i love tim yeah he's, he's, he's awesome he will tell like 50 jokes he has some of the best one-liners <laughs> he loves, yeah and he puts on some really good clinics these days too i went to a um who did i go see dennis chambers last year he had a clinic that he put on with dennis and mm. uh actually jake over there went to both of us went and it was like it's awesome. It's nice. Like, how do you run this? It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, very cool. But yeah, man. that's how I found the Maxwell shop was uh, Tim let me know you were right down the road. So after that, you couldn't uh, you couldn't really escape me. Like, <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's, it's too convenient. And yeah, the like, so what were you what were you looking for the first time you came in? We were just kind of like, oh, I got to check this place out. Vin- vintage drums, sticks. Um, definitely needed sticks back then. And uh and I had gotten that Rogers kit from Tim, so I was just branching into learning about vintage drums, and I kind of like history, and I um, I got into restoring vintage drums as a hobby, and so I would look for restoration projects and yeah. stuff like that, which 
you don't get them super often through here, especially now. Um, but uh, once you, once you do, it's like you pick those things up and clean them. It's like so satisfying to see the end result. So hmm. um, that's usually what I'd come looking for is like just kits that I could clean up a lot. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's uh, and, and then the, the big the big Rogers kit you bought from us at one point. Yeah. I wonder Bonzo sizes on that one. Yeah. <laughs> So like 24, 24, 14, uh, 18, 16. So that one had a 24, 13, 16, 18. Okay. And, uh, I think I kept the 13 for myself and then sold it as a 24, 14, 16, 18. It's just like the Bonzo size. Um, I needed a 13 for my monitor. So I hung on to that one. Nice. Um, I would definitely come to Maxwell's just to see some of the drums that y'all had. Cause, uh, I remember at the Naperville shop, your dad would have like the giant Slingerland copper set set up there. <laughs> yeah, and it was, for sure. it was like, there are videos on our YouTube that have him there. Nice. That's like the first things he ever filmed. Yeah. I'll have to go back and watch them because that was, uh, and I'd love to see it set up again. It's uh, it a really <laughs> cool kit. And I was like, I'd gotten into four piece setups pretty early on. I actually remember like when I first started playing drums, I think I saw somebody with a four piece and from then on I took off the middle Tom it's pulse came with five. So yeah. Um, but yeah, seeing a big kit and getting to sit down on that and play it. I was like, I gotta come back here. This is a, this is a fun time. It's <laughs> a lot of drums to hit. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's great. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. The, the shop was pretty pretty cool. A little bit, not as big as you know as it is now. Not as big, but you were right next door to a really good noodle shop. So yes, yeah, I missed that Joy place. Joy Yee, they were great. <laughs> I missed that place. That place is fantastic. If anyone's ever in Naperville, you should you should go there. It's yeah. always really really busy. Yeah, I, I liked it a lot. They it's do really like good light smoothies. Food. Light, but it's really good. Yeah, doesn't feel like most lunch places you eat, and it's like you just ate like you know, two times as much salt <laughs> like every day. And maybe, you know, like your whole days of worth of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> that stuff was, yeah, that stuff was really good. I miss that place. But, you know, yeah, it's funny because we actually, there, there's a tight place right across from us I was going to say, what are we next really to now? Too, I, I haven't tried the food that's nearby us now, so I have no idea what's like around the shop these days. Um, yeah, I feel like right there's across. A, there's a good Mexican place. Too. I've never actually been that's there. That's what I thought. There's one on the corner right over there. In that I've heard good things from, uh, I think it was Rich King, he said. He does the hardware stuff. Oh, yeah, he was in just the other day, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, well, uh, no. Was You're no. thinking of someone else yeah, yeah rich king this uh this this guy he comes always at the drum show oh okay gotcha yeah. he, he sells <laughs> hardware on i think it's on ebay he sells a lot of like like refurbished hardware nice and uh yeah he's great and and we uh he, he recommended that place and i've just i've never gotten <laughs> to go there but he has, it's supposed to, if he liked it i think he knows what he's talking about he's always driving around looking for hardware so oh yeah he's probably frequented like many uh kind of local establishment yeah it's a nice silver lining to hardware hunting you yeah try the places that you go to right um, it's a special breed of of human that can that can you know be part of the like niche within a niche within a niche of, yeah like, drum drum like just I guess, hardware pickers. yeah like, yeah is that would that be the right word for i think it? so yeah it's yeah. 
It's funny you mentioned Pickers. I I remember watching American Pickers last year, and they they found a drum set. Oh, what uh, was it? <laughs> something like really cheap, made made in Japan. And I don't mean to badmouth them, but it was way overpriced. And I was like, hey, y'all need a drum guy. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's just, what I'm talking about. It's a niche within a niche within it. So yeah. yeah. Well, they they excel at a lot of other stuff. So like they I'm probably sure drums isn't their normal wheelhouse. Us, you know. Like, it'd be tough we're we're a hole in the wall here but once you find us it's uh you know it's here <laughs> yeah watch out once yeah. you find us watch out <laughs> damn straight <laughs> uh, it's like alice alice in wonderland i don't know hmm. <laughs> through the through the uh yeah i don't know if i ever watched if i've watched alice in wonderland a long time ago <laughs> I'm out of touch on my Alice in Wonderland references, <laughs> but um, yeah, but um, but yeah, man. So, drum show is coming up pretty soon, and uh, yeah, we're less than a month away. Yeah, you're still pretty young, so I. It's funny because I, I talk to a lot of people and I go like chronologically, but yeah, for you, it's like that's kind of where your story is now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I started in like I'm 27, so. Sure. <laughs> 95, anything beyond that, I, yeah, we're, I don't know. <laughs> we're so happy to have you here. Yeah, it's been, uh, yeah, you're just really fun to work with. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's also really great being here. It's, um, I've learned a ton about history, and me being that young, it's, uh, it's really nice to get some exposure to what happened in the drum world before my time, and so that was kind of invaluable with working here. I've learned a lot of history, and we got books like this, too, that'll help. So. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, right, right. It's fun. Yeah, it's good history to it. Yeah, the the lady, the Ludwig book, and yeah, this kind of stuff. I think you just kind of assimilate it slowly. You can't learn it all in like one day. It's you a lot. To, it's a lot to intake. So yeah, yeah, really, really, kind of like you know specific little details. It's esoteric stuff. Yeah, stuff that like sometimes new stuff will come in here, and yeah. that's like it might not be in the book or whatever, and I'll learn about it from you or your dad. It's a it's and an so, enigma wrapped in. A, it's like you learn something new every day. <laughs> in a riddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sometimes like solving the little problems, like you'll think, oh, it's a drum set. Hmm. We're just gonna take pictures of it and sell it. No, that's not how it works. It, uh, there's a it, lot to some like, of them. Let's take the head and change the front head. Oh, didn't see that before. Okay. So now we're going to, you know, maybe like, who knows? Maybe like a, a tension rod isn't doing quite the right thing or yeah. maybe like all kinds of, you, you know, never know. Annoying you look things it over. to fix. Yeah. That's one thing I like about restoring kits is if you take them all apart, you're, you're going to find everything that's, uh, that's wrong with it. You can address <laughs> it then. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, we're just gonna continue on. Look forward to the drum show. Yep, definitely. <laughs> I was uh, looking at the dates for it, and I have it all blocked out. So we'll be back and forth all weekend doing that. Nice, It'll be good. It's yeah. always busy, but I always look forward to it. I um, everybody that's there is like really fun to hang out with. So yeah, it's great, great fun. Yeah, the uh, you looking to buy anything in particular? Anything you're? Ooh, any I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not supposed to buy anything, but I always am looking, um, trying to curb myself from buying too much, too much stuff. But, uh, I'll be looking for some certain things. Let's see. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'll do a shout out for it. If, uh, anybody has a moon glow 16 inch floor, Tom, I'm looking for that. that that'd be sweet. Moon glow 16 inch floor, Tom. Yep. 
Gretsch, 60s. Um, that's a difficult one that you, you, never won't, know. you won't find very <laughs> in many places separate from a kit. But. This will probably go up like right before the drum show. Probably, yeah. Right so if anyone's there, coming to the yeah. drum show, bring that. <laughs> yes, I'll buy it. Um, now I, I'm probably not going to be trying to get too much stuff from the drum show. I um, I can't resist it when I find something that's cool, but I I know it's uh your wallet's in danger there, so you got to sure keep a close hold on it. Um, yeah. But yeah, how about you? Are you looking for anything at the drum show? Um. Probably. I don't know. I, mm. I like kind of like quirky, weird stuff. Like the last drum show, I really liked the Wahlberg and Oz kit. That was a cool kit. I remember that. Um, I didn't want to sell that. I was going to say, <laughs> I, I feel like none of us wanted to part with that kit. Yeah. It was, it just was so unique and cool. Um, right. I wouldn't have like, I wouldn't have been sad to just like leave it in this, but it's, you know, it'd look awesome in the background. Hopefully podcast. Bought it, <laughs> playing it. Yeah. Yeah, I think definitely that kit's getting some use these days. At least but, um, we did do a video of it, so it has We did, like, and it's uh, a cool one. Um, for posterity. <laughs> that's the nice thing about doing videos. Sometimes stuff will sell before it even goes up, but like at least people can see what it sounds like now. And that's, uh, that's yeah. always fun. That was a cool kit. Let me think of what I got last year at the drum show. I think uh, I think I stopped at the Drugans booth and picked yeah. up a Pioneer. Cause they always they, got awesome stuff. They got some cool stuff, and they're another local um, local bunch. And so they had a Pioneer that like kind of matched this garbage one that I have. And I was like, well, this one's really clean. This <laughs> one's garbage. It'd be nice to have like the garbage and the really clean one. Sure. They, they gave me a good deal. So I was like, that's my nice. treat they're, for the drum show. Yeah, they're the best <laughs> over there. They got a cool recording studio and uh, a whole kind of like... Yeah, it's like a whole compound of like. It was very unique. Yeah. I I enjoyed that space a lot. I was like, "Did y'all do this? This is like really cool." And I think they did. And so I was like, "This is neat." Um, they might have had like actual plaster walls, I think, because they liked the way they sound. They're like more, maybe like more resonant for a studio. <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely be saying hello to them at the drum show. They're uh, yeah, they're fun to be around. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, let's see. Uh, what's our plans for the drum show? Do you know the <laughs> the gist of it, or um, we're just gonna going go on? probably buy a lot of stuff. Buy okay, yeah, yeah. that's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, me personally, I really want to get a lot of people over here and do like podcasts with them because like, you know, there's just people with really cool knowledge. All these collectors, yeah, because we'll, such a, we'll it, be here through the yeah, weekend like, too. Drum collecting is such a niche within a niche within a niche within. It's like it's such a very very small thing that it's cool to get these people on record and this is you know kind of one of the missions of the the podcast here at maxwell drums yeah <laughs> yeah you know hear we, everybody we, <laughs> hear what they have to say yeah yeah I, I think i think we're gonna have a really good time so i'm gonna be focused on that and then just buying some cool stuff that we can then get up and uh sell you know yeah <laughs> i think i hope i hope we have a lot more uh people coming from all around the world this year Last year, I think uh, a lot of the big companies kind of sat it out, and it, it made for... And just the, vi the visitors, the, yeah, the people who would usually come too. from all around the world, most of them, it was all Americans, which is cool, you know? I like Americans, <laughs> Yeah, but it's all, it was nice. always fun when I had, like, all these different, you know, I'm trying to, like, figure out what language is that, <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, a, what accent is that? It's, it's interesting. Yeah, we, uh, yeah, you know. I hope it's more international this year. We'll see. I think it should be. It seems like cosmopolitan. Uh, yeah. It seems like it'll be a 
big draw this year, so I'm looking forward to it. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll it'll be great fun. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, any, anything more you want to go into? You got any more any more anecdotes? Maybe a anecdotes, story or two. Stories. Or hmm. Analogy. <laughs> no, I can't think of much. I mean, uh, a riddle. <laughs> a riddle. <laughs> Tell me a riddle. Hmm. <laughs> Should have thought about that beforehand. I could have come up with one, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. As for my recent influences for music, oh gosh, um, I like some really. That's Jake over there. He's yeah. uh, um, thanks, Jake. It's uh, I always listen to like as much music as I can, so I'll listen to just about anything. Um, my most recent one, since you asked, is a group called Wednesday Night Titans with Zach Danziger, I think, and uh, he's a Zildjian guy, and. I don't know what he's what how to define his project really, but it's basically old WWE clips, and then they're <laughs> sampled, and they have them going in the background. And Zach and his bassist, and I got to learn the bassist's name because I'm just now getting into them. But uh, right, very unique. I think the their stage set is like a wrestling ring, and they look like a good time. So that's <laughs> the most recent. But um, other than that, I don't know. I've I've been getting more into Latin and samba, bossa nova stuff lately. Just trying to like branch out those on those rhythms and figure them out. So if anybody has any good suggestions for that, I <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Jake, do you want me to ask that? So you're not like screaming. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, no, I I just. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't didn't want to. In case you couldn't hear Jake, Jake, Jake asked uh, what my recent musical influences are. <laughs> yeah, Jake's actually an, uh, our most recent addition over here, and he's just over there, kind of running sound for the podcast sure. right now. He's but trying uh, to, he's trying to keep me. I've, I've known Jake for asking, years now. <laughs> asking relevant questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, he's invaluable. So he jammed um, it. Yeah, Jake, how's it going, man? <laughs> yeah, Jake's our Jamie. Jake was uh, <laughs> Jake was my roommate for a couple of years, and then uh, he ended up being a really good fit over here. He's been helping edit videos, and I'm really glad he's here. Right. Um, well, yeah, and like figured I'd bring him if, in. If everybody remembers, <laughs> yeah, the podcast they would like never come. I do want it to be up in like six months, <laughs> but now with Jake, I can actually get him up because he yeah he he's really yeah efficient. <laughs> What's up? Getting those things. Getting those uh, things you know what? I mentioned bands that I play in earlier. I've played with Jake before. Um, Jake has a group called Off the Top, and so nice. I, I would like occasionally fill in with them. And man, that was fun. <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we had a good time. Yeah, Jake. Are you looking forward to the drum show? Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, it'll be your first, right? Yeah, man. Right. Yeah. It'll it'll be pretty exciting. We're gonna film it. And so that'll be kind of always, it's always awkward. Yeah. We try not to. We do the walk around for the whole thing. Yeah. Um, we try to go slow. That's the thing. You got to go slow. Cause first one I put up, it's like, I was moving so fast. Cause you're so overwhelmed. There's yeah. a lot to see and a lot to catch. Uh, but you want to like give everybody a good view of what's going on there. Right. Um, it's, it's an art. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. <sighs> but yeah. Yeah. What, what time is it? Let's see. You got a phone. Cool. It's 3.30, so there's actually still plenty of time left. Yeah, we got lots of time. That's a good thing. (laughs) 
Yeah, the what would you say my role is at Maxwell's? Because we we just did new business cards in the last couple of weeks, and my title sure. officially is drum person. Drum person. And I was trying to think of a better <laughs> title because I don't know, like, I don't know quite how to define what I do, but that's what's going on there for mine. <laughs> sure. it's, it's drum person, no ice drum person. So I mean, you you kind of do all the like most important stuff that I used to do. Like you, you like, you list stuff pretty much every day, like relentlessly you, uh, and then you, you write up stuff and you communicate with both my dad and my mom. Hmm. So yeah, it's very important. Listing, write up communications, um, assistant. I don't know what my title would be. <laughs> I do a lot of stuff, but it's, uh, it's all stuff that you've shown me. I mean, how I do, just basically call so. you like a manager, essentially. Cool. I don't even know what kind of like, I've been promoted. I mean, nice. yeah, the, <laughs> it's, it's on here. So the, I mean, yeah, maybe like, let's see, maybe even like Either like assisted manager, operation. I don't manager. know, man. I might have gotten it with drum person. Drum what person. What do you yeah. think? I'd probably call you the. I'd be okay with just drum person. Operations manager, though. But yeah, it's it's hard to say a title. I mean, it's not like this is a very common business model. This is <laughs> so, right. yeah, yeah, we're very niche. We're gonna um, like sell drums and like do a little bit of lathing, and then we're gonna have a podcast, and we're <laughs> and we're gonna yeah, you know have a store in New York and then a store in Glendale Heights. It's very interesting, very one of a kind yeah. job for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's good fun. Just so, <laughs> just so it's out there on public record, I'm super thankful for this job. It's awesome, and I, we're I, thankful to have yeah, you, man. I, I really like being here. It's uh, working on drums <laughs> yeah. and working with you guys is uh, always a blast. So, I'd say we're yeah we're probably the the best off on that on that <laughs> arrangement. Yeah, the yeah I mean yeah no it's uh, you're you're just you're the best. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Get the bound. The yeah, you know, we yeah, we work together a lot. And so, that's yeah, uh, it's a lot to do at a drum shop. And it can be like a lot. Really, it's, it's like kind of a logistical challenge because you have like a lot of stuff shipping and then you have like yeah we got a good flow there's like kind of a hallway that everything goes through there's like it gets here photos studio and then it's like in sure. somewhere in there it gets listed too um that's probably my favorite part of this is doing the demos it's um it's really cool to kind of keep a record of everything and then it's it's also been interesting looking back at like when i first started here i had some uh like I was just getting into playing jazz and so I can actually see myself learning from you guys like as the years go on and it's uh hmm. it's been fun to watch. And the yeah, studio man. looks awesome now too compared to like years ago. It's uh it's always been getting better and better. So it's yeah. always fun to be in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's a fun fun place to you know, make sounds. <laughs> yeah. Make percussive sounds. Boom boom boom. Yeah, the uh Studio has been growing, been doing all kinds of stuff. Our output is pretty incredible, I think. But yeah, the yeah, I'm still thinking about your like your your job description. <laughs> what about what what do you think mine is then? Shop manager. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> store a, manager. Yeah, store manager. Uh, 
I think yeah. that nails you down pretty good. It's, uh, <laughs> you do a good job managing. So. I can ask you the same yeah. question. Because <laughs> what, what do we do? <laughs> What's I mean, that title? Yeah, like I, what I do from day to day is pretty random. Yeah, we Most can store we can all be drum people. Symbols. <laughs> yeah, it's like kind of. I guess for for a drum store though, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> There's a handful of that too, but yeah, it's uncommon. Um, lathing symbols is fun to do, and yeah, it's neat that we sure. have that back there. Yeah, I'm definitely you, doing some of those lately. <laughs> my next symbol, the objective is to make one that you you guys like. Actually, both Jake nice. and Noah, because <laughs> I always love to joke. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it's just yeah. The last one I made, it's cool, but it's like really kind of uh, you know. What's this next one starting out as? I'm curious. It, it's it, the last one was like intense. It was like a very very like have I, everyone listening. Have you ever had a farmhouse ale? <laughs> like that's a beer analogy. Hmm. <laughs> it's like really intense. Is that like an IPA or is that what? I don't know I don't what know it is, but they're they're like farmhouse. heady. They're like, it's like heady or like certain kinds of like salami. Like they're really they really taste like fermented. You know, it's one of those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But. The next one, uh, it's going to be one of those Zildjian prototypes. Remember? Oh yeah. The and I'm just going to small bell. I'm going to kind of try and go for like what, try and like replicate what they do on the like Istanbul's. Nice. The ones that are just kind of really crashable and and like don't have that like flange thing. Yeah, that'd, which, that'd be cool. Yeah, it gives you more of like almost like a gongy kind of sound. <clears throat> yeah. It'd be fun. It's uh. I like some of the symbols that come off of there for sure. It's um, this one could be unique, knowing that what it's starting out as. We got a lot of those, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't. Yeah, um, I won't do too many. I don't have the time yeah. or the energy. <laughs> but yeah, Jake, do you want me to ask any more questions? <laughs> hey, Noah, what's uh, your favorite project you've worked on at the shop? Jake's keeping me on point here. Mm. <laughs> Favorite project. Um, let's see. Harold Jones had a couple kits come through, and one was used with Ella Fitzgerald, and I got to do a good cleanup on that. It was like a – I don't even know what the finish is. It's like that pearly white, like – it's just pearly white, yeah. And it was a wrap. Wait, which one? It's a Gretsch 2012-14, and it was Harold Jones with, uh, I think he played it with either Count Basie or Ella Fitzgerald. And I'd, oh, you're talking about that just white finish. It was like yeah, a that's white the one. wrap. Yep. Not a lacquer. That one was cool. I, and I, I thought it looked up like nice. Cameo Coral, which was a lacquer apparently back in the, and I'm going to get him to make some of those. That'd be cool. It's That was a really neat That was kit. your favorite project, really. That's a good one. It had a good... Uh, turnaround from start to finish it just was in a lot of uh <laughs> need a lot done to it and so sure it's very satisfying seeing the end result um other than that let's see um i've tried to clean up some five strums of your dad's uh mm. just whenever i get a chance and so there's like a bunch of round marble ones that are pretty clean yeah. now and some other yeah, you're, ones that you're have like, made their way out too that are like nice and clean examples of those now no you've probably cleaned more drums here than me you're you're probably maybe not though because i have been doing it since i've been cleaning drums here since you were like learning to walk i don't know not, not well how, how old were you how old were you? you're 10 years younger than me so when yeah. i was 24 you were 14 yeah so no you were like let's see Probably since you were in middle school, I've been I've been cleaning drums okay. here. 
which is you know learning yeah, algebra. <laughs> you i wonder if you've actually cleaned like more drums than me because you've I, done a lot I, I clean quite a few and sometimes i you, you might not even notice that i do some of them because i oh i i, I, I keep notice. some of them in the back and I'll sometimes just they don't say anything time. but yeah, you kind of see it <laughs> You but, got like uh, a random thing in the tumble tumbler. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's your innovation. You that's should talk actually, about that. that's crazy. Anybody that restores drums, <laughs> I couldn't recommend it more. Um, I went to like Harbor Freight and there was a, I just, I'd heard that you could get a tumbler for hardware and it actually works super well. You use tiny walnut shells and there's these little plastic pyramids that you use. You can do them one at a time or both together. You want to take the threads off of things before you put it in there because it'll gum up the threads. It's awful. Sure. But um, other than that, like I would say it's less labor intensive than if you were to go at it by hand with everything. So, you, and it's passive too. So you can do other things while it's tumbling. You do it for like two or three hours and the end result's great. Right. Um, so yeah, for like lug casings and stuff like that, it's uh, it's been really great to have and I, I recommend it for sure. But, yeah, they look they look amazing when they come out of there. Yeah, it's uh it's more consistent too. Like, I mean, I try and be pretty consistent when I'm doing stuff by hand, and it's actually kind of cathartic doing it by hand too. You can like you find a show on Netflix or whatever, and you can sit down and just polish shell casings or hardware. Sure. And uh, so I don't know. It's a really good hobby if if you want to get into something and you've been looking for a hobby. Cleaning vintage drums is like very fulfilling and satisfying so yeah when you're all done oh the end result's the best part yep um i'm actually i haven't done a kit for a long time i want to do that snare drum though that we have uh i think i know the one it's that old ludwig the 20s 30s one nickel yeah i did one of the rogers dinosonics recently remember there's like a video dinos are they make good cleanups uh dinos and supras um a lot of chrome drums if they're in the right shape and they're not too pitted you can make a big difference on them yeah jake you were in the video too with you guys were like both cleaning it simultaneously uh yeah that was that was cool. A lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, that was like right around when Jake started, I think. I actually just got a new cleanup project from you guys, like in the last couple of weeks, and it's that big slingerling kit that's been sitting back there. It's white, and uh, hmm. that's coming out great. Um, Ooh, I've been trying to document the process, but this one's better, man. What like. what you got there? So there's Edmund Fitzgerald. That's what I got. And then the other one. Yeah, the other one's a little more. <laughs> Uh, coffee it's nice see i got the coffee right here i'm, I'm just doing <laughs> both today's, today's these are a, these are both uh well this is a porter and this is a coffee so they i like coffee porters so going yeah if you're gonna uh, drink uh, not a sponsor gonna, yeah you <laughs> drink a beer with a coffee this is the way to do it and it's a rainy day today so it feels like london now just so everybody knows i hate dunkin donuts they're the worst yeah <laughs> Every I get Dunkin' every day. <laughs> um, What's your favorite donut, Noah? My favorite Jake, donut? that for a question? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great question. Um, let's do more of those. Um, <laughs> Boston cream. I, I love, but not just any Boston cream. Forget Dunkin'. Krispy Kreme has a Boston cream that's like filled with icing, like full-on sugary icing and not like the Bavarian cream stuff. And that is like, whoa. It's a bomb, but it's good. <laughs> nice. It's a sugar bomb. I cannot even eat a whole one anymore. But chocolate—that's my favorite donut. Sugar bombs. That's Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, and uh, 
I don't live next to Krispy Kreme, so I have to get cake munchkins whenever I want donuts. That's that's my other go-to. Hmm. Yeah, I've decided that I should probably never eat donuts under any circumstance because <laughs> I, uh, I need to lose weight. <laughs> but I, I have the weirdly the opposite problem yeah. where I, I'm <laughs> trying desperately to hang on to any weight that I can get a hold of. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's all right. What's your <laughs> yeah. favorite donut, Steve? <laughs> have you been Have you been working out at all? Going to the gym at oh, all? I'm trying. Um, I, I told myself I was going to get a gym membership as recently as two weeks ago, and that still hasn't happened. Mm. Uh, I don't know about the gym. It's it's, a, it's an unfamiliar foreign land to me. What I've been doing is I call it lily ups and arthur ups. Is that Those where you push your kids. kids up? So I basically do push ups with that. <laughs> and so if they get if I do it until they're like twenty. I'm going to be you really can work strong. Up to it. Yeah, they'll, they'll keep kind of progressing. Although I think they may up. start to not enjoy it. They might not <laughs> they let might you. I think when it. they become teenagers, yeah, they're like, Dad, obviously. this this is getting old. You lifting <laughs> us. And... Then I can just switch to actual <laughs> weights. <Yes. laughs> yeah, once they're like, you know. Yeah, that, that's my that's my workout plan. <laughs> I, um, <laughs> Maybe other other fathers out there listening to this will will uh empathize there's not, yeah. not a ton of time to get to the gym it's uh it's difficult for me i've just never been before i'm like well hmm. like yeah i've been before i've i've used a gym before but i don't know like all the equipment so i'm gonna go there and probably make a fool out of myself and uh just use all the equipment wrong so i need a i need a trainer a personal trainer <laughs> you just yeah you just like lift lift stuff but it is true you can know. hurt yourself. Yeah, I've seen some of those machines. They look pretty complicated. It's uh, I don't know. The machines. Jim's really a scary safe. place, man. I can just. Yeah, the. But I think the free weights are <laughs> better, because then you have like control. Yeah, that's free weights are a little bit more self-explanatory. It's it's most of those machines that involve like weird leg pulling and pushing stuff, and you got to figure out which way to put your leg over something. And sure, I don't know. I. Like I said, I, I actually did hurt myself with a machine <laughs> once. One time I bashed myself in the face with one. Yeah. So actually, you know, I have hurt myself with a, hmm. with a weight machine. So yeah, maybe, maybe you are, you are no right point. to be And I'm cautious. prone to injury. So I got to be careful. Yeah. Every time. Sort of stuff. No, we'll be in back doing something and then I'll hear the door. I'm like, oh Jesus, what uh, do you do now? And then he's got blood squirting out of his hand. <laughs> I don't think it's been that bad here. Come on. No, but don't I, get any blood on the floor. I, <laughs> Uh, thankfully, I've avoided injury here so far. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll occasionally scratch like my finger or something. Though, yeah, so. that's my yeah. fingers whenever yeah. I'm like messing with stuff. I'll catch like a weird jagged edge. But <laughs> now it's uh, I'll hurt myself more outside of work. This place keeps me safe. So, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. What, what other hobbies do you have? You 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 dig trains. We were talking oh my about gosh. trains earlier. Yeah, you want to go into that? I've got a your weird, train, yeah, weird train set. side hobby. I've got a train set. That's not weird. That's that's one of the coolest it's not hobbies weird. ever. It's, I went to that interesting. store and like I, I felt like a kid in there. That's funny. Uh, that store is right down the street from me. And after I moved there, I was like, "They what's it I, called? We should do a it's it's Lombard Hobbies. So if you're into model trains, yeah. they're like a mecca for model trains. And so they ended up being right down the road from me. <laughs> I got into it, and it was like, I don't know. It's it's not that. 
<laughs> this sound kind of mean. I did, drums were like my hobby before, and now that it's like work, I wanted something that I could do with like yeah, it just, changes. Just it. nobody like has still any. Still love it, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I still love drums, and they're my main hobby. But I wanted something that like nobody would know much about at all. Now they do, of course. It's a uh, so I built a train set, just a little end scale table or whatever, and I'm trying to build like a mini Chicago. <laughs> on it <laughs> maybe Chicago you do the whole loop uh kind of sort of yeah it's just like a little cutaway scene of just different parts of Chicago so That's I'm trying ambitious. to do yeah I'm trying to do like some mini buildings of you know stuff I've been that I like Sim City lately that's a fun That's, one I've got like uh like if you've been to Aurora Sim four Sim City four is a classic I 2000 is the best though and it's because of the music some of those had great music bring the mic in oh yeah, thank you that's that's what I'm talking about you don't have to be sly. You can just be like, can you talk into the mic properly? Yeah, for, <laughs> for those who are listening, one kind of interesting thing about, fascinating thing about Noah versus Steve, and just the Maxwells in general, I think, both <clears> me <throat> and my dad, we talk probably... Maybe, A little louder maybe than me. Maybe 10 decibels yeah. louder than Noah. See, he says like, I'm good now. That's um, the average. <laughs> so even... Your mic is probably picking me up more. It might be. I, I'm, I'm a very, I'm a little soft spoken, but uh, yeah, I don't know. The I things can get you loud. say though are, are you know, like great. So, awesome. but you know, yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't say them loudly, but they're you got to listen yeah. close for for me. They're but, legit. Uh, they're totally legit. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. But, but uh, uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. What what is next? What is next? What do you think, Jake? You got any more? Got any more questions? Dude, I'll close out the train thought. Steve gave yeah, me an yeah. awesome birthday Christmas present. My birthday and Christmas are really close, so I forget which one it was. But you gave me a little model railroad car that had a. <laughs> I think you looked for like the world's largest bass drum. Yeah. And uh, which was it? Do you remember? Um, they're they're both they went it was Purdue or it was Texas actually yeah I, it was what did I I got you you the, went with Texas because I'm all yeah Texan and stuff yeah yeah that, so it actually became so that's why you were at that model train store over there nearby right. me because you were looking for a flat car to put this giant bass drum on you made the bass drum and now it uh <laughs> and and like my I, wife helped me I would have it's awesome yeah not, I would have had trouble I that's did one like of, foam or something and then I printed out a little. It's cool. I love it. Picture um, from the internet. They're, it's they're still one of the conflict. more thoughtful gets I've got. Gotten. It's a cool story actually because the one in they're like enormous. They're yeah, like you could. Yeah, they're huge. And the one in uh, uh, the in in uh, Purdue, which is in I guess uh, Indiana. I'm not certain, but I think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, wherever that is, it was made yeah, by Leedy, which is kind of cool. Gotcha. Wherever Purdue is, I don't did, know where it is. did was the uh, UT one made by Ludwig? I can't remember who made that one, but okay, because that car is pulled up to the Ludwig factory. Probably. That's one of the things that I'm building on the layout. Because, like I said, I'm trying to do some local. I can't history think about who stuff. else would make it. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got that train car with a bass drum parked next to the Ludwig factory. We'll have right. to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. yeah, apparently they're they're both right about that, and I think they were made about the same time. It was they're a probably really long competing time with each other, trying to get the world's largest bass drum and. Imagine yeah, of course, see, and one has to be you bigger can than the other. Go see them at football games. Oh, really? It's still at least, around, as far as I know. Yeah, maybe 
at one point they'll, they'll decommission one of them. But I have to tell my family. They, yeah, they've been damaged. <laughs> I think they're like a hundred years old now or something. Wow. And they're so old. Probably not quite that much. But there's yeah. like that classic photo of. Uh, I think it's a Remo photo of like a big, huge bass drum with a dude playing it as a drum set. I love that. It's um, yeah, yeah. That things are massive. I don't know who makes the heads or how, but it might even be in here. <laughs> when you got to skin an elephant for the thing, or <laughs> yeah, I wonder what they used to use. I mean, it was probably maybe they like. That's yeah. mean. I, I would never skin an, an elephant. Cow. I don't know what they used, but like, like an I don't. Old... I don't know how you would cover like a. How big was the thing? It was like twenty. F- Maybe in that case they have to actually like something. sew sew them together or something. We got to look up the sizes that those things were because that was like record breaking and ridiculous. Yeah, and, yeah, they're, yeah, they're we'll crazy. Go, we'll figure that out later. They're see crazy big. They have tons of lugs too. It, it, it's yeah. a fun little thing, but I tried to replicate that for yeah. you. Yeah. See, we learn something new every day. So now I'm going to go back into the shop over there and I'm going to be looking up the largest bass drum and figuring yeah. out how many lugs it's got, how they made the heads, stuff like this that. This is a day of <laughs> Maxwell drums. Yes. <laughs> Another day of drum history. We have fun. We have a good time. It's we good. enjoy ourselves. Yeah. But yeah, man, what, what about like, here's a good question. Um, some like, like new cool stuff that's coming out that you actually really like. New cool stuff yeah. that I actually really like. Even if we don't sell it, you know, whatever. Some, some that's kind of We don't sell it. Okay. We could sell some of this stuff too. Sure. Um, maybe someday. Maybe. <laughs> let me think. Recently, as far as drums go, I uh, discovered upcycled percussion recently and they've been... They've, he sent me a couple rattles. I'm supposed to send him a bunch of Topo Chico bottle caps. I'm a seltzer fiend, and I drink <laughs> a lot of seltzer water. So I was going to send him a bunch, and I <laughs> I keep missing misplacing his address, and I feel bad. But uh, it just gives me an excuse to order another rattle, and then I'll have it again. And I will send them to him. But um, So Upcycle is really cool. They're making some neat percussive stuff. You've mentioned that to me before. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, like, what else did I get recently? Um, Tackle's got some really neat stuff that is, um, like, I think most recently, I got one of their symbol, one of his symbol bags. It's, uh, like, really early on when he started making them because I just couldn't avoid it. Where's he out of? Do you know? I think uh, Washington, maybe Mm. Oregon. Uh, somewhere like on the nice, somewhere on the Pacific Northwest, they're nice very riveted cymbal bags. They're out sweet. Of leather. Yeah, I and, and like leather stick bags. canvas. Yeah, the stick bags too. They're not stitched. They're riveted, and they're probably stitched a little bit. But I think they, there's definitely some stitching. They're they're super nice, and I at least that, I, love I know mine. It's actually, it's held off great for the last ten years. I'm it's not a, sure if that's how his are made. I know that's what I like. The, yes, you got to have those big rivets in there because like it helps. Yeah. Last every every like symbol bag out of like what is it vinyl or something? Yeah, that are just stitched and maybe there's like one or two. They always fall apart after maybe like this one years uh, of use. Symbols are heavy. <laughs> they are. Yeah, I've been worried about this one before. It like you know I'll wear it over my shoulder and I'm worried that it's, like the strap will give out one of these days. But uh, still no issues yet. I mean it's like it's nice. held out. Um, so are those ones not leather? Or are those ones? Uh, uh, he does. He does some leather ones. Most of them are like canvas with some leather at the bottom, hmm. and then the stick wraps are cool too. What was that company that was out of like? Reunion Blues. Reunion. Yeah, they make some really cool bags, too. Yeah, that's the one that I was thinking of. I really like those. Um, I th- I'm not certain if they're the ones that just made Eric Bender's new bag, but he made, or it might have been Cacksack. One of those two mm. companies made a 
super cool looking bag for him that I was like, that's, that's sweet. Nice. It's like a patchwork bag. So shout out to that. That's, that's cool. I've never seen like a 16 inch symbol bag before. And so I was yeah. like, Eric, that's awesome. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah ta- he's, tackle. He's a great guy. Yeah. We love Bender. And then, uh, what else, what else is new? There's, Istanbul's coming out with some new stuff. I think it was just announced. They're doing the Exist Dry Darks, but they're doing it like a brilliant finish. And it's funny because I saw like Chris Dave using them like a couple months ago, and I was like, come on, that looks like a, it's got to be a new symbol from Agop. And hmm. I think they just announced it probably by the time this podcast is out. Yeah. Um, we'll see them in stores, but those look neat. Um, I don't know. Other than that, for drums, it's uh, I'm just looking for old stuff that I can fix up and uh have fun repairing yeah so yeah it's uh it's great fun but i, gotta, I love the little tchotchkes for drums too the little percussive things it's always <laughs> fun oh keplinger that's another fun one i i've hmm. always loved greg keplinger's stuff he uh he makes really cool ching rings and uh i think Minel came out with one afterwards and i was like what is that exactly can you describe Kepling. it uh, it is a little metal ring, and then it's got little two tambourines around it. So it's kind of okay, yeah. similar to the Ching Ring, like you would expect from bottom. But uh, this one doesn't... You put it, it on your hi-hat? Yeah, this one doesn't attach to the post. You just toss it right on top of the thing, and oh, okay. it just sits right on top of the symbol. So it's, um, <laughs> it's a little bit more... Uh, what's the word for it? I don't know. It's, it's not as consistent because it's not sitting above the symbol. It's kind of part of the symbol sound, so sure i i've enjoyed those but uh but yeah those it's pretty sweet i just like old accessories and stuff like that <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's sweet man but yeah this is uh this is a good thing to get done i'm glad uh glad we did it we'll have to uh probably do another one at some point yeah <laughs> definitely we'll uh We'll make our way back over here. We're not far away. I mean, it's right across the shipping alley, so we can do this anytime. <laughs> right, right, for sure, man. Yeah. <laughs> That's convenient. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but yeah, no. <laughs> what about the jam sessions? Are we doing any more of those soon? We just had our first one of those in the same space right here. Um, yeah, that, that was great. Fun. It's Probably do another one. We had our first one in like almost two years, so it'd be cool to bring those back and have people over here again (laughs) yeah for sure i mean if you guys want to do it i'll I'll do it like i said you you, i think you said you were gonna bring a band right (laughs) yeah i think uh i think we'll try i brought a bass player last time (laughs) i don't have to bring a bass player but jake you want to start a band yeah okay it's it's a go (laughs) yeah we got we got a band for you what's the name oh yeah you love oh yeah you love band names that's worth talking about you're into, you're into band names. I have been keeping band names on a note on my phone <laughs> for years now. So I've probably got about 200. So if anybody's like, you know, stewing over band names and you can't decide on a band name for your band, just call me. Like, I've got too many. I'm not going to be able to use all of them. Um, <laughs> they're really good. I'll give you a good one. There's some bad ones too, but I'll give you a good one. Cool. So, can, can you name one? Um, let's see. Oh gosh. Some of them are a little risky. You want me to just take them out? I'll, I'll find a couple. A little risky. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, some of these are, uh, <laughs> inappropriate. Um, <laughs> let's see. 
that's what makes it funny <laughs> i know i know that's, that's that's the problem so i yeah i mean as far as i know pretty much no kids watch this okay <laughs> like everyone who watches well, this is i'm like, gonna probably like avoid most of those anyways but over uh, you know 20 at least probably so like uh you never know but we got hot tamale which is like hot tamale with the but it's a, it's got nice. a little hat above it so hot tamale um see fall golf since i'm a golfer um fall golf is what i do in the fall and okay. if you say it really fast it sounds like you're telling people to fuck off so <laughs> i like that oh my goodness no. um such language <laughs> such language yeah. in my podcast hey you can bleep that right this isn't live um <laughs> Uh, you wouldn't be the first person to say that. You'd be the second, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who else told you that? <laughs> <laughs> they didn't tell me to. They just gotta, said, they said the F word. <laughs> oh, Edward Salmon Hands. I love that. That's, uh, Edward that's definitely hands. my roommate used to work in like a, like a, I don't know what the technical title is, but he worked in the fish department at Whole Foods. So Edward Salmon Hands came from that. Uh, static cat fishmonger i believe that's a fishmonger fishmonger that's right it's <laughs> the technical term um static cat was a good one because i kept shocking my cat every time i'd like touch it so it's static cat i don't know there's a ton of like names on here mm. and that's like just the beginning uncle trick and the funkness that was a classic that we actually used briefly but that band never played lead singer's name was patrick so he's Uncle Trick, and the rest of the band was the Funkness. Nice. Yeah. I like, I like, these are very clean. These are very clean. It's actually, it shows how epic the list is that he can find this many that aren't just so horrendous. I may, offensive I may be, he can't say them. I did maybe like, shows how he's probably five, got 10,000. 5% of the band names on there, and the rest of them I was like, oh, can't do that. No, can't say that sure they're not terrible it's just i don't want to say i'm on like a microphone my mom will be upset She'd be like, <laughs> sure. my son's got a potty mouth and mind <laughs> but oh. whatever uh yeah the band name list is fun and jake you just let me know we can take a look at it later on and pick a name for the open mic here and unfortunately that will be on your bill here as uh like with the band that's playing so, <laughs> that's great you know <laughs> hey i mean it's it's this is just totally for fun yeah there's like, you know, all bets are off. I'll tell you one idea we had since there was so many band names on there was just to call ourselves the record company. And then we go and play shows under a different name every night. And like, nobody knows where to find us. It's just like a special thing where once they find us, they're like, oh my gosh, it's them. It's uh, <laughs> blah, 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 so-and-so. Yeah. So yeah, different name every night. But I don't think that like would work. You wouldn't, pe you wouldn't people release, wouldn't be able to look you up. It's, you wouldn't release where you're playing. Um, I think labels would hate me. You have some kind of like special <laughs> Twitter handle that like people would know how to get to. I guess it would have to be called the record company and you'd only the understanding it, like, would be the day before they play under a different name. Every it's night. It's totally illegal. You're playing on like, you know, like the roof of a building. Yeah. You're playing. See, I just don't know how to put that on Spotify. Underwater. I would have like 50 bands on Spotify with one song. It <laughs> wouldn't work. Um, but it'd be fun, eh? <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Very cool. Well, yeah, yeah, no, Yeah, man. I, th I think we covered a lot of bases here. Yeah, we did. It's uh, it's fun coming over here with you. <laughs> for sure, it's man. It's a nice break in our day. It's uh, what is it? It's a Tuesday. It's we a, just got back in. So. It's a little bit different talking to you because, like, 
I just kind of we talk every day, so yeah, it's like yeah, we I feel know, like uh, I know everything about you. So I yeah, it's hard to figure Jake, out what I, to bring up. I structured it a little differently. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like on purpose. <laughs> but if you, I mean, you did keep us on course, I guess. Got us back to some some like nice. Uh, Train stuff, I think. Uh, yeah, <laughs> train. I was into the train. Trains, planes, automobiles. We should have talked about the train beat. Um, Is that where your two worlds collide? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I think I know how to play a train beat. You will have to teach me, like technically, how to how the official I don't train think beat. That I know how to play a train. I mean, beat. I, I, Jake knows his train beats. I'll tell you that. Because um, I, I know that country guys are like really, really specific about the way they want that. I don't know. Um, they are, yeah. Hey, you want to hear about my country band that I played in? <laughs> sure, no, that's a great one. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun story. I don't think they're ever going to watch this, so I don't mind sharing. Um, right. I played in a country band in Texas, and they like shelled out for a super nice, like top of the line rehearsal space. So I was really excited. It was looking like we were going to play some bigger stuff, and. Uh, I think the first show that we ended up playing was not that. It was a very divey bar with some very sketchy crews in the back. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah, they, they just went and bought some uh, drugs from them. And I was like, I, sure. I don't know if I want to partake in that. Like, I'm, I'll, I'll hang around you guys or whatever. But uh, basically the gist of it is they asked to do drugs off my keys. And I was like, no. And they were like, can you guard the bathroom door anyway? And I was like, I of don't, your keys? Yeah, like I don't know, you snort stuff off keys or whatever. And you Why don't, you don't have to put this keys? in the. Good question. Um, <laughs> I want to use mine probably because they're like, I don't want drugs on my keys. I thought the same thing. I was like, no. And then they asked me to guard the door, and I was like, okay, because I couldn't say no twice to them. And uh, are, are you sure they didn't want your like um, your your ID? My ID? No, it was my keys. Um, and uh, I was like, oh, well, is this, uh, I, I'm not very opposed to like, if, if you want to do that stuff, that's fine. It's just, you know, don't spring it on me while I'm in the bathroom with you. That's, that's on, awkward. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that, that band didn't work. That was my one country band experience, basically. Um, hmm. My dad actually uh, used to work in the country music business and oh. it seemed a lot more well-rounded outside the stockyards in Fort Worth. It was, uh, we got to go to some cool country shows and. I've got a little bit of background what did in he country do? music. He was, uh, I think his title is usually like art director, something, something along those lines, but he works in advertising. So I think it was Smith Music Group in Fort Worth that he's working at, and he'd work on like... So they were like publishers or something? Something like that, yeah. He'd be like working on formatting album jackets and stuff like that. And uh, cool. my first concert I ever went to was because of that. Went to see Rascal Flats. There's a photo of me. I'll put it in here. Um, awesome. Here, Jake will put it in here. But how I, old were you? I was young. I, I had like frosted tip hair and everything, and uh, <laughs> I see that. so I got to go backstage with them and everything. And there's like a photo of me like like that in yeah. front of them. And uh, nice. <laughs> you had a good time. Funny, yeah. It's uh, it an interesting first concert. It was, it was debated up until like last year what my first concert was because I also saw In Excess with my mom around then. They had right. like a, some reality show where they chose a new lead singer and then they got their new lead singer. My mom was like, we got to go see In Excess. And I'm like a little kid. And this guy <laughs> goes up on stage and he like, 
got a watermelon, like a full watermelon or whatever, and uh, just kind of took some bites out of it and then just threw it right at some girl's head in the audience and, uh, and it kind of just like exploded. and Salt battery. Yeah, basically. Well, she got backstage passes. Like the, I guess the crew came up and grabbed her and was like, you okay? You want to come backstage? And she was like, yeah. It's okay <laughs> like, under these circumstances. Yeah. Really. You know, if you're having a good time, you can accept being hit in the face with a watermelon apparently. But um, To be young again. I think if I if I remember correctly, they left that lead singer like in another country, like mid tour or something, because he was being too crazy. And I was like, this seems about right. I watched him throw a watermelon at somebody. My watermelon throwing days are over. Yeah, long over. You know, you only get half a tour to throw watermelons at people before you'll get fired. Just hot tip there. But uh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. (laughs) That's funny. Great show though. Loved it. Yeah. (laughs) What was your first concert? Do you remember? Well, not not really. The like rock concert? Any concert, I guess. See, like I, I pretty much got brought up like going to like jazz and classical music. Nice. I didn't really go to a rock concert till I was like much older. Hmm. So like I remember like Bach and like Liszt and like you know, Beethoven and you know, Roy Haynes. <laughs> yeah, like that's... Those are that's, sweet. That's pretty much... And then I was playing concerts when I was pretty young too, so... That's fun. Um, what was the first song yeah, you... First rock concert what's the first remember. song you learned? I'm curious. I don't remember one. I remember many. And when I was many? really little, okay. I got bored kind of, especially with the classical music. Oh, yeah. Well, I remember going to see Barrett Deems once when I was really, really young, and it was in a super smoky bar. This would be like a jazz show in chicago i don't know the exact bar but this is like really smoky and i remember i was so young <laughs> the smoke like i felt like i was gonna die yeah it's like how do these that's people, rough on a little kid yeah but how that's, do these people stay in here that was uh I was like, Dad, the norm. i have to go outside he's like come on <laughs> no i have to go outside okay <laughs> all right yeah fresh, fresh <laughs> yeah. air it is right right um I think but it was really cool. Spe- speaking of smoke the, f- the first song i learned was smoke on the water i feel like mm. a lot of people's might be but uh yeah yeah fun fact first song like like the first thing you really played on drums yeah that's the first thing i ever learned okay nice i was wondering what yours was well i mean so like my father like he he taught me how to play uh probably like a a swing beat before i played a rock beat nice smart So, so not even a particular song it's more like actually how to play the drums well we had we had two drum sets that were but I was I was a piano I was a pianist right I played like yeah. classical piano and then I was like I want to play drums because Dad plays drums and that's really cool and so I had uh, two we had two kits in our living room essentially like nice. facing each other and so we would kind of just trade fours and that's kind of what that's I did. awesome that's how I learned how to <laughs> I play. can imagine that Dads <laughs> have a lot of influence I remember mine uh, mine would swing a golf club from time to time. And I think the first time I ever saw him swing a golf club or something, I was hooked on it. And, you know, <laughs> parents will go and do that sort of stuff with you. So my dad would golf with me. And uh, this is, like I said, I didn't play drums when I first was growing up. Nice. But as far as music goes, dad, uh, dad doesn't play music, neither his mom. So they kind of just try and let me be on my own there. But they're super supportive of it. So that's cool. Yeah, man, you're you're really good at it. So Thanks. I always love jamming with you. Every now and then, we'll actually play a little bit. Ah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. 
So this is that part of the podcast where uh, we pretend that we didn't just have to pee so bad and run out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm drinking a lot of coffee. So <laughs> you got coffee and beer. Yeah, I've got beer. I got a lot. Of, got a lot of fluids here, and none of it is water. But you know, <laughs> yeah. it's okay. At the, we were nearing the end of the podcast anyway, weren't we? We were just saying. <laughs> I think uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we covered we covered pretty much all the bases. So yeah, you know, ready to. Sign off. Thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, you all keep playing drums out there. Yeah. And uh, thanks for watching me. Um, if you want to talk to me, let's see. What's the best way to talk to me? Shoot me an email, noahicy at gmail.com, or follow me on Instagram at noahice, and that's where you'll find me most. But I love talking to other drummers, so I, I always put that out there because I'm like, yeah, let's talk drums. It's fine by me. <laughs> or just if you want to talk, that's fine too. But thanks. yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Cheers. Beautiful. <laughs>